Good morning. Welcome in the name of Jesus. Today is the fifth Sunday of Pentecost, and it is an exciting day. We, we wrapped at VBS on Friday, so we're celebrating that. We also are celebrating a, a baptism this morning, so that's always exciting as we, we get to pour water on this little guy in Isaiah, and uh, as uh, God fills him with the Holy Spirit this morning. Um, so we'll celebrate that this morning also, as well as all of you and all of you online as we come together into worship our Heavenly Father and Son and the Holy Spirit. And our, our sermon text this morning, we're going to take a look at the gospel lesson of, of Matthew. And uh, when we get to the baptism, you can use your hymnals to follow along um, as we go through it. And it's on page 269, I think, but I'll double check it when it's time. That also... Um, and as always, we pray that as we, we hear God's word uh, through the hymns and the songs we sing this morning, uh, through the word that we, we hear, most certainly through the baptism, through the Lord's Supper, um, that our faith is strengthened. And um, God then takes you and me, and he puts us out there to be witnesses to Jesus. Let's rise and sing our opening song, Here I Am the Worship.
the name of the Father, and the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Our Savior Jesus Christ speaks in today's gospel. Whoever finds his life will lose it. Whoever receives you receives me. You call us, Lord, to follow. And as we follow, to love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your mind. You call us, Lord, to follow. And as we follow, to love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul, with all your mind, and to love your neighbor as yourself. You call us, Lord, to follow and tell us, if anyone would come after me, let him deny himself and take up his cross and follow me. As we follow in repentance and humbleness, In the mercy of Almighty God, Jesus Christ was given to die for us. And for his sake, God forgives us all our sins. To those who believe in Jesus Christ, he gives the power to become the children of God and bestows on them the Holy Spirit. May the Lord, who has begun this good work in us, bring it to completion in the day of our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. We sing from all that dwell below the skies.
can follow along on page 268 and following in the hymnal. We begin in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Dearly beloved, Christ our Lord says in the last chapter of Matthew, All authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Therefore go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. In the last chapter of Mark, our Lord promises, Whoever believes and is baptized will be saved. And the Apostle Peter has written, Baptism now saves you. The Word of God also teaches that we are all conceived and born sinful and are under the power of the devil until Christ claims us as his own. We would be lost forever unless delivered from sin, death, and everlasting condemnation. But the Father of all mercy and grace has sent his Son, Jesus Christ, who atoned for the sins of the whole world, that whoever believes in him should not perish but have eternal life. How are you named? Messiah, receive the sign of the cross on both your forehead and on your heart to mark you as one redeemed by Christ the crucified. Let us pray. Almighty and eternal God, according to your strict judgment, you condemned the unbelieving world through the flood. Yet according to your great mercy, you preserved believing Noah and his family, eight souls in all. You drowned hard-hearted Pharaoh and all his hosts in the Red Sea. Yet led your people Israel through the water on dry ground, foreshadowing this washing of your holy baptism. Through baptism in the Jordan of your beloved Son, our Lord Jesus Christ, you sanctified and instituted all waters to be blessed, flood and the lavish washing away of sin. We pray that you would behold Osiah according to your boundless mercy and bless him with true faith in the Holy Spirit that through his saving flood, all sin in him, which has been inherited from Adam and which he himself has committed since, would be drowned and die. Grant that he be kept safe and secure in the holy ark of the Christian church, being separated from the multitude of unbelievers and serving your name at all times with a fervent spirit and a joyful hope so that all believes in your promise and he would declare it worthy of eternal life through Jesus Christ, our Lord. From ancient times, the church has observed the custom of appointing sponsors for baptismal candidates and catechumens. And Isaiah is blessed to have four sponsors, and they're all here with us this morning. And uh, I forgot to tell you, you all have a part. So, in the Evangelical Lutheran Church, sponsors are to confess the faith expressed in the Apostles' Creed and taught in the small catechism. They are, whenever possible, to witness the baptism, as you all are doing this morning, of those they sponsor which would be Osiah. They are to pray for them. You are to support him in, their, in, in his ongoing instruction and nurture in the Christian faith and encourage him toward the faithful reception of the Lord's Supper. You are at all times to be examples for him of the holy life of faith in Christ and love of neighbor. Is it your intention to serve Osiah as sponsors in the Christian faith? If so, say yes with the help of God. God enable you both to will and to do this faithful and loving work, and with his grace, fulfill what we are unable. Amen. Hear the Holy Gospel according to St. Mark. They brought young children to Jesus that he might touch them, but the disciples rebuked those who brought them. But when Jesus saw it, he was greatly displeased and said to them, Let the little children come to me, and do not forbid them. For of such is the kingdom of God. 
Assuredly, I say to you, whoever does not receive the kingdom of God as a little child will by no means enter it. And he took them up in his arms, put his hands on them, and he blessed them. This is the word of the Lord. Together we, we say the Lord's Prayer. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Give us this day our Lord, Lord, preserve your coming in and your going out from this time forth and forevermore. You too, and all of you can do it also. Follow along. It's answer for Isaiah. Isaiah, do you renounce the devil? If so, say, yes, I renounce him. Do you renounce all his works? If so, say, yes, I renounce them. Do you renounce all his ways? If so, say, yes, I renounce them. them. Do you believe in God the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth? Say, yes, I believe. believe. Do you believe in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried? He descended into hell. The third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended to heaven and sits at the right hand of God the Father Almighty, and from thence he will come to judge the living and the dead. If so, say, yes, I believe. Do yes, you believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Christian Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting? Afting, lever, everlasting. We'll get that right. Say, yes, I believe. Yes, I believe. Isaiah Gunner, do you desire to be baptized? If so, say, yes, I do. keep babies. <laughs> Gunner, I baptize you in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. The Almighty God, the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has been given you the new birth of water and of the Spirit and forgiven you all your sins, strengthen you with his grace Everlasting, everlasting. Amen. I receive this white garment. This white garment. Show that you have been enclosed with the robe of Christ's righteousness that covers all your sins. So shall you stand without fear before the judgment seat of Christ to receive the inheritance prepared for you at the foundation of the world. And I'll give you this for him. Receive the burning light to show that you have received Christ who was the light of the world. Live always in the light of Christ and be ever watchful for his coming 
that you may meet him with joy and enter with him into the marriage feast of the Lamb in his kingdom, which shall have no end. Let us pray. Almighty and most merciful God the Father, we thank and praise you that you graciously preserve and enlarge your family and have granted Uzziah the new birth in holy baptism and made him a member of your Son, our Lord Jesus Christ, and an heir of your heavenly kingdom. We humbly implore you that as he has now become your child, you would keep him in his baptismal grace, that according to your good pleasure, he may faithfully grow to lead a godly life to the praise and honor of your holy name. And finally, with all your saints, obtain the promised inheritance in heaven through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Amen. Heavenly Father, you sent your own Son into this world as a child of the Virgin Mary. We thank you for the life of this child entrusted to our care. Help us remember that we are all your children and so love and nurture him that he may obtain the full statue intended for him in your eternal kingdom, for the sake of Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Isaiah, peace be with you. Amen. I guess I have to give him back now. <laughs> oh, I guess I can hold him for the whole worship service. Go back. Okay. Please rise. The Lord be with you. And also with you. Let us pray. Lord Jesus Christ, as we follow you, you call for devotion to your kingdom apart from the things of this world even as the sword of truth divides. Through Jesus Christ, the, your Son, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. Please be seated. Chapter 28, verses 5 through 9. Then the prophet Jeremiah spoke to Hananiah, the prophet in the presence of the priests, 
and all the people who were standing in the house of the Lord. And the prophet Jeremiah said, Amen. May the Lord do so. May the Lord make the words that you have prophesied come true. And bring back to this place from Babylon the vessels of the house of the Lord and all the exiles. Yet hear now this word that I speak in your hearing and in the hearing of all the people. The prophets who preceded you and me from ancient times prophesied war, famine, and pestilence against many countries and great kingdoms. As for the prophet who prophesies peace, when the word of that prophet comes to pass, then it will be known that the Lord has truly sent the prophet. This is the word of the Lord. Our epistle today is found in Romans chapter 7, verses 1 through 13. Or do you know, brothers, for I am speaking to those who know the law, that the law is binding on a person only as long as he lives. Thus, a married woman is bound by law to her husband while he lives, but if her husband dies, she is released from the law of marriage. Accordingly, she will be called an adulteress if she lives with another man while her husband is alive. But if her husband dies, she is free from that law, and if she marries another man, she is not an adulteress. Likewise, my brothers, you also have died to the law through the body of Christ, so that you may belong to another, to him who has been raised from the dead, in order that we may bear fruit for God. For while we were living in the flesh, our sinful passions aroused by the law were at work in our members to bear fruit for death. But now we are released from the law, having died to that which held us captives, so that we serve not under the old written code, but in the new life of the Spirit. What then shall we say? That the law is sin? By no means. Yet, if it had not been for the law, I would have known, not have known sin. I would have not have known what it is to covet, if the law had not said, you shall not covet. But sin, seizing an opportunity through the commandment, produced in me all kinds of covetousness. Apart from the law, sin lies dead. I was once alive from the, once alive apart from the law, but when the commandment came, sin came alive and I died. The very commandment that promised life proved to be death to me. For sin, seizing an opportunity through the commandment, deceived me and through it killed me. So the law is holy, and the commandment is holy, and righteous and good. Did that which is good then bring death to me? By no means. It was sin, producing death in me through what is good, in order that sin might be shown to be sin, and through the commandment might become sin beyond measure. This is the word of the Lord. Our gradual for today. Oh, the depth of the riches and wisdom and knowledge of God. For from him and through him and to him are all things. Alleluia. Whoever finds his life will lose it. And whoever loses his life for my sake will find it. Alleluia. 
Please rise for the reading of the gospel. Holy Gospel according to St. Matthew, the 10th chapter. Jesus said, Do not think that I have come to bring peace to earth. I have not come to bring peace, but a sword. For I have come to set a man against his father, and a daughter against her mother, and a daughter-in-law against her mother-in-law. And a person's enemies will be those of his own household. Whoever loves father or mother more than me is not worthy of me. And whoever loves son or daughter more than me is not worthy of me. And whoever does not take his cross and follow me is not worthy of me. Whoever finds his life will lose it, and whoever loses his life for my sake will find it. Whoever receives you receives me, and whoever receives me receives him who sent me. The one who receives a prophet because he is a prophet will, will receive a prophet's reward. And the one who receives a righteous person because he is a righteous person will receive a righteous person's reward. And whoever gives one of these little ones even a cup of cold water, because he is a disciple, truly I say to you, he will by no means lose his reward. This is the gospel of the Lord. Please be seated. Do we have any children this morning that would like to come up for the children's message? Wow. It's hard. We just had a whole week of VBS kids and no kids in church. Let's sing our hymn of the day.
grace, peace, and mercy from God our Father and our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Amen. Our sermon text is our gospel lesson from Matthew chapter 10, verses 34 to 42. It is, I think, one of the most difficult texts in all Scripture. Lord only knows why I chose to speak on it. We'll see how it goes. It's, uh, it's, there's a lot that this text speaks to about what's going on in our world today. And I think our world today is maybe crazier than, it, than it's ever been. Just looking at what happened in the last few days um, and how the reaction has been to many different things. And, and it made me think, made me actually wonder that uh, what I say, does it really even matter? And, uh, and that's a difficult thing because as you all know and as you all surprised me with celebration last week, I've been speaking from a pulpit for 25 years. Actually, a few years more because you, I was in Panama just as a, as a missionary. But it's, uh, it's, it's tough when, when, at least for me, when, when I read scripture and I look at it and I, and, I, and I think it's pretty clear, and then I look at our world and I say, what, what is going on out there? And, and I was talking with Jane this morning and I said, you know, I, I just feel like we've gone back to beyond the first century, back into the times before Christ and, and at a time where the world lived as if they were king of everything and did pretty much everything and anything they wanted to and didn't even really care that there was a God. Or if they had a God, they decided they had, needed to have a whole bunch of gods and stuff. And, and, I, and I think today I look out and I see, gosh, that's who we are today. And, and yet we have a remnant. And, and as I look out and I, and I see all of you and I see this morning Uzziah becomes an official child of God. And I think, you know, there is hope. We have such a gracious God that he would look back and see a world that has gone so bad and say, here, have my son. Take him. Let him live his perfect life. Then do with him as you choose. And our world did. They basically chewed Jesus up and spit him out, didn't they? And yet he rose three days later for us. And I think sometimes we forget that I mean, we make a big deal of it at Easter time, right? You know, we, we just finished a few weeks ago with, with Pentecost and Trinity Sunday, and that's the end of, this, of, the, of the celebration time of the year. We're, we're in what is known in the church world as the ordinary time because there's no big, big Sundays that we celebrate, no big things in the church. Occasionally, something will pop up, but for the most part, we get texts like we have today from the Old Testament of Jeremiah, which was a little difficult, to the, the epistle lesson and the gospel lesson this morning. And, and they all talk about if we follow the path that's going on, it simply leads to death, our death. And not just a temporary death, but a death that sends us to a place we do not want to go. There's so much conflict in our, in our world today, and all you have to do is... The mistake I made is turning the news on Friday, 
Saturday. Not worth it. How many? Well, it's worth it. Because we need to know the good, the bad, and the ugly. There's so many headlines and, and about violence, about hatred, about death, about conflict. And I can't help to feel that somehow this is, isn't how it was supposed to be. You know, just six months ago, you and I celebrated the birth of the Prince of Peace. It's only been six months. And yet here we are surrounded by conflict. Conflict between nations, between groups of people, between families, and even conflict within our own families and our own lives. Didn't Jesus say he came to bring peace to all of this crazy mess that we live in? When do I, when do you get to stop fighting, stop struggling? Where is our peace? Maybe the better question is, is what are we really asking for? Is, is the reality is I think we like peace even when it's false. Because peace is comfortable. No one likes to come home to a house where people are constantly arguing. Ask any child who had to, the tragic experience of living in a house where the parents were in conflict. It forces you to constantly be on edge ready for the, the war to break out at any moment, and it's exhausting. And so we chase after peace, even if it means ignoring the things we know we shouldn't. Peace is safety. And when things change, it unsettles us. And this is what keeps the young woman trapped in an abusive relationship. She knows it's wrong, she knows it's broken, she knows it's unhealthy, but it's familiar. And in its own way, it feels safe. And so we refuse to change, even knowing that what exists is killing us. But that's not really peace, is it? We can avoid talking about it, but we haven't really figured anything out, have we? Have you ever had one of those meals when two of the people at the table have this relationship that that's just simply broken. And, and they're, they're are dealing with it by choosing to not deal with it. And it's miserable. You can, you can cut the tension with a knife. Even if we tiptoe around the topic, it's plain that this isn't what real peace is supposed to be. You see, it's no use pretending. Because when you do that, you live in fear. Things covered are eventually uncovered, and, and while we wait, those things own us. It looks like peace, but it's fake. And fake peace comes with a cost. How many of us have that one relationship where we know things aren't how they should be, but we don't know how to change it? How many of us have a family member with whom we just agree to disagree with about those subjects that everyone knows not to bring up. And so we compromise. We live and we let live solely in the name of peace. But it's fake peace. And fake peace even brings death. As long as you and I view life primarily as being, pursuing the appearance of peace, we live a lie. As long as our friendships are about getting along 
instead of loving and having those loving discussions, they're mere shadows of what they're intended to be. As long as our relationship with God is primarily about concealing our sin from him, from others, and from ourselves, we can never really find peace. So Jesus came, he says, not to bring peace, but to bring a sword. Real peace is the ancient Hebrew idea of shalom. And shalom isn't simply a matter of not actively fighting in, that, in this moment. It's about having restored relationships. Shalom is about wholeness in body and in mind and in relationships with other people and in our relationship, especially with God. And God knows that true shalom begins by dealing with the broken relationships that divide us from him and isolate us from one another. And that's why Jesus says, don't think I've come to bring peace, but a sword. He's coming to cut through the false peace that lies to go to shalom. He's taking a stand by bringing a sword. Speaking the truth will bring you into conflict with the lies of our world, especially the lies they embrace. Don't believe me? Just try it. Say that every life is precious and sacred, from conception to natural death. Say that human sexuality is a gift of God to be enjoyed in the context of marriage between a man and a woman. Proclaim in any sense that there is an absolute right and wrong to the universe and that some actions bring life and joy and others bring death and destruction. And watch the sparks all begin to fly. Our world is comfortable with its lies, but real peace to take root, the lies must first be challenged and revealed for what they are. And that's conflict. That sword brings true peace. It brings shalom. When we confront the lies, we know that ultimately things aren't how they're supposed to be in our relationship with God. We've done things we shouldn't have. We've said things we shouldn't have. And sometimes the things that own us are because we didn't act, didn't do that thing we should have. Or we had a moment when we should have spoken, but we chose to keep quiet. There is simply no peace in our world, our relationships, or in ourselves. And we extend that to our thoughts about God. How could God love somebody as broken as me? And that's the greatest lie of all. That somehow we've done too much or said too little for God to love you and to love me. That somehow we pushed it one too many times. And this time, there can't be peace. That we are too fundamentally broken even to begin to make peace with our God. And the real problem is that there's truth in that. We can't make peace with God. We try, and I for one, fall so far short. So some of us settle for the false peace, where we just ignore the whole thing, 
Though underneath it all, we know it is not really peace at all. But here's where the sword cuts. God loves us too much to leave us with a false peace. Let me repeat that. God loves you and me so much to leave us with a false peace. So instead, God makes real peace with us. He sent his son into this world of skinned knees and broken hearts, not just to bring the sword and to cut through the false peace that the world seeks, but to establish real shalom with us. The son, Christ Jesus, fell on the sword. He took the nails, the spear, the death death of the cross, to take on himself all those reasons that we were at anything but peace with God and are trying and are at anything but at real peace with all those around us. Now he calls you and me by name in baptism, just as he did Uzziah this morning. It's over there now. You moved him on me. I'm going to come down and take him and hold him up here. Um, he's with Nick now. Um, you see, Christ's body was broken and his blood poured out. We do not have to be good enough. We do not have to be worthy enough or able enough to make peace with God because God has already made peace with you and me. So now, when you and I confront the lies of this world, I believe something remarkable happens. When we lovingly deal with the things we're brushing aside and hiding from, everyone involved is set free. We exchange a false peace with the trees shalom that Christ gives. And that makes it just a little bit easier to live in our crazy world. But at the same time, it gives us the strength, gives us the peace to stand up for our God in a world that would prefer to have nothing with him. In Jesus' name, amen. Let us rise for prayer. Let us pray for the people of God and for all people according to their needs. Ever gracious Lord, you have blessed us with, with time and talents and abilities to serve others in various vocations. You have also given us the privilege of serving you as we continue in the joyful job of following you, witnessing your truth, and living faithfully with your word as our guide. Grant us continued confidence in your presence, your promises, and your ultimate peace. Lord, in your mercy, ever-present Lord, we know in this world we will have trouble. Our Savior speaks of divisions and disturbances even among those closest to us as we bear the name of your beloved children. In times of, of trial, grant to us a sure faith in Christ's redemptive work that was accomplished for us. Even as a sword divides, your cross brings peace for those who believe that you have overcome this world. Lord, in your mercy, ever providing, Lord, you have given us all we need for this body and this life. 
and have placed authorities over us for order and peace. Even as peace in this world is challenged through wars, skirmishes, and cultural clashes, we have been given a peace beyond all understanding through you. For this nation, we give thanks for the freedoms that we are blessed to have as we recognize Independence Day in a couple of days. Give safety to all who travel and peace for all who gather. Grant that we appreciate our citizenship here while also awaiting our true citizenship in heaven. Lord, in your mercy. Ever comforting, Lord, so many around us seek peace of mind, peace of soul, and peace of body, including those near and dear to us who have asked for our prayers. Hear our prayers that we silently lift up to you now. In times of fears, questions, and uncertainty, give your prayer, your peace answers, and confidence according to your will that hope and comfort be found in you alone. Lord, in your mercy. Lord, we once again lift up little Osiah, who received the baptism in the name of the Father and of the Son and the Holy Spirit and became one of your blessed children. We pray that you continue to watch over him and protect him from the evil one, and protect his family and his sponsors as they minister to him. Lord, in your mercy. In your hands we commend all for whom we pray, trusting in your mercy through your Son, Jesus Christ, our Lord. The Lord be with you. Lift up your hearts. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is truly good, right, and salutary that we should at all times and in all places give thanks to you, Holy Lord, Almighty Father, everlasting God, through Jesus Christ, our Lord, who, having created all things, took on human flesh and was born of the Virgin Mary. For our sake, he died on the cross and rose from the dead to put an end to death, thus fulfilling your will and gaining for you a holy people. Therefore, with angels and archangels and all the company of heaven, we laud and magnify your glorious name and for praising you and singing. Lord Jesus Christ, on the night when he was betrayed, took bread. And after having given thanks, he broke it. He gave it to his disciples and said, Take, eat. This is my body, which is given for you. Do this in remembrance of me. In the same way, after supper, he took the cup. And after having given thanks, he gave it to his disciples and said, Take, drink. This is the cup of the New Testament of my blood, which is shed for you for the forgiveness of sin. Do this as often as you drink it in remembrance of me. As often as we eat this bread and drink this cup, we proclaim the Lord's death until he comes. Amen. Come, Lord Jesus. O 
O Lord Jesus Christ, only Son of the Father, in giving us your body and blood to eat and to drink, you lead us to remember and confess your holy cross and passion, your blessed death, your rest in the tomb, your resurrection from the dead, and your ascension into heaven, and your coming for the final judgment. So remember us in your kingdom and teach us to pray, our Father. Peace to the Lord be with you always. Amen. Please be seated.
Give thanks to the Lord, for he is good. Let us pray. We give thanks to you, Almighty God, that as on this earth your sword divides, through this means of grace you have made us one and given us peace. Grant in our jobs, vocations, relationships, and daily lives that we may live the truth of your word that has come to our ears and touched our lips in Christ, the word made flesh. As your forgiven people, strengthen us by this sacrament that we may be one in faith and may love you, the one true God, with all our heart, mind, soul, and strength as we follow you. For you live and reign as Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Whoever finds his life will lose it. Whoever receives you receives me. As we follow our Lord, and as we with joy go to the jobs he would have us do, the Lord goes with you. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord look upon you with favor and give you peace. We sing Earth and All Stars.
Amen. Please be seated. Do we have any announcements this morning? Laura. So it's the first of the month, and that is the day that you reach into your purse, reach into your pockets, and pull out your change, and share it with the Lord, the Lutheran Women's Missionary League, uh, as mites. And so there's a purple box in the back, right next to Donna, <laughs> and um, you can put your change in there. And then um, today is the last day to sign up for the really great birthday party that's going to be for... Um, Arlene, hello, hello. <laughs> Arlene, I'm catching up with you as far as our, my memory. <laughs> and, and for all those um, wonderful who are elderly a little bit in their 80s-ish, so it, sign up in the Narthex and um, the party's next Sunday. I just wanted to remind the ladies that we are starting Bible study up again this Thursday. So if you can be there for sure by 10 o'clock prompt, because I think there's several people who have to leave at 1130. So, um, you know, that's starting up again this Thursday. And I think the men's is too, isn't it, William? Yes. Yes, okay. And that's at 730 in the morning? It's Okay. <laughs> Okay, and the other thing is I wanted to thank all the people who helped with Vacation Bible School, especially on the decorating part. Uh, we cleaned up this last weekend, yesterday. I guess it was yesterday. Was it yesterday? <laughs> My days are all messed up. Um, and we have a few things that we don't know if people wanted them back or not because there were no names on it. So if you donated something to be used and you want it back and you didn't get it back, let me know and we'll see if we can find it. Okay? Thank you. Thanks, Rachel. Any other announcements? I have three, I think. First, thank you again for last week for surprising me totally for my 25th anniversary of my ordination as a pastor. It's not nice to fool your pastor, you know. You enjoyed it. I did, especially all the M&Ms. I can't tell you how many M&Ms I got, you know. <laughs> and two jars showed up on my desk, too. I have no idea who they came from this week. So you can reveal yourself to me later if you like, but if not, thank you anyway. So. And there were new M&Ms that I never had before. In fact, Jane, who's not feeling well today, stole one of them from me. No, actually, she asked, asked if she could taste the, the fudge brownie something one, and, and she just, like, ear-to-ear smile. I said, honey, that's your bag. I have all the rest, so I'm good. But thank you again uh, for that. It was truly, it was a blessed day. So thank you. Um, also, I want to thank everybody for this past week and beyond who helped and participated in any way in, in Vacation Bible School this past week. We had a blast. And... Uh, and it was also incredibly tiring for most of us, too. Um, but it was great and, and just, a, just a really, really good experience for, for each of us as well it was, as it was for the kids and, and stuff. And the, the kids that participated did a really, really good job. And we had, we had a few little incidents happen where 
Some of the staff got sick, and we had people fill in without even question, which was awesome. Yeah, we didn't even have to worry about it. So, uh, and there's uh, pictures. That's Tony up there. Yeah. So you've seen all these pictures of things up there. That was it was a blast. So thank you very, very, very much. And we start planning now for next year. So volunteer. Anybody wishes to participate next year, let's volunteer today. You know, there's no paper on it, but just tell Donna. And Donna, because she's back there, she'll write it down as you go to Don see Donna for buying script, because script is today. Also, and that benefits our, our preschool. So you can buy cards to Walmart, Burger King, and probably anything else you can think of. I think that's it. And last but not least, can I have him back? I promise I'll give him back. I'm going to give you these right now. So, see, since I do not have any children, no grandchildren yet, Christopher, who gets married in February, promised me that he would have a grandchild. <laughs> he was a little bit too excited about it, so I had to ask him, please wait. So, um, but, uh, so Jane and I are looking forward to, to, to that um, the time. But I get all the little kids who get baptized. And he was wonderful. Wasn't he wonderful? He was great. He worked. Oh, see, there's his smile. Thanks, Mom and Dad, for letting me have them. <laughs> and and for just, I'll give them back, I promise. So, but, um, yeah. We could stand here all day, he and I, just staring at each other's eyes. But I have to let you all go, right? We got to go. I'll give them back to Mom and Dad in a second. Um, let's go in peace. Let's serve the Lord. Make sure you all come by and say hi and congratulate Mom and Dad and, and pray for the... The sponsors will be keeping him in their prayers every day. And, uh, and pray for this little guy, too. Let's go in peace. Let's serve the Lord.